0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Sutris here with breaking news. That's right, uh, I feel like Ted Koppel. Let's go live to the Word Balloon News Center where a Marvel Press teleconference has just wrapped up. Featuring information about the new Guardians of the Galaxy series coming in May. That's right, all new Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Bendis' run is ending this month, and then in May, both uh, free comic book day and a first issue of uh, the new Guardian series is starting up. Uh, We've got uh, the creative team, Jerry Duggan, the writer, Aaron Cooter, the artist, Jordan uh, D. White, the editor, are all on this call. Lots of great information. Uh, The book is going to be twice monthly, which is pretty wild. And they're going to talk about how Aaron is going to be able to maintain uh, that schedule for uh, the first couple arcs. And we'll get into that information. Uh, Lots of good story nuggets as well. And I posed an obvious question once I realized and did the math of who's involved in this book and some other Marvel books out there. And I had to ask the question. It's my second question. You'll uh, have to wait till near the end of the conversation for that to happen. But uh, all really good information uh, about the new series. And I know it's in good hands, man. Jerry Duggan, one of the funniest guys I've had the pleasure to meet in comics. Uh, His wonderful comedy writing background. His tremendous runs on uh, Marvel books for the last five years. Uh, The proof is there in the writing. And always a delight when uh, Jerry takes over a book and puts his own spin on it. So I have really good feelings about uh, this Guardian series coming from Marvel uh, in just uh, weeks. So uh, really excited to be sharing with this. Uh, you, uh, you know, with uh, you with this, boy, I'm just having trouble talking because I literally uh, we just wrapped up the press conference just a couple minutes ago, and I'm spinning this around to put this out as quickly as possible. Word Balloon is brought to you by In Stock Trades at InStockTrades.com. There are great deals happening right now at In Stock Trades on things like, uh, well, look at this, the uh, first arc of Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Who is Oracle, from uh, Julie and Shauna Benson and Claire Rowe. Wonderful team, wonderful book. And uh, you can get the first volume for 50% off. It's just $8.49. You can get the Captain America Epic Collection, Justice is Served. Uh, Man, there's some really good stuff in here, including uh, Mike Zeck and uh, some incredible writers. This collects uh, Captain America 318 to 332 and the annual number 8, Amazing Spider-Man 278, and material from the Great Marvel Fanfare, number 29 and 31 and 32. Uh, lots of really interesting stories from Mark Ruinwall, J.M. DeMattis, uh, Paul Neary, Mike Zeck, Kerry Gammel, just among the artists uh, that are involved in this book. It is, uh, how much? 50% off, $19.99. Uh, Marvel Cosmic, certainly it's part of the discussion today. You can get The Road to War of Kings. Uh, this is a great uh, c- collection featuring uh, Sons of Them. Uh, one through six x-men deadly genesis one through six silent war one through six secret invasions in humans one through four guardians of the galaxy one through twelve man this is a big collection holy cow nova uh 13 uh through 22 nova the origin of uh richard rider and the war of king saga uh man i'll tell you this is uh 1192 pages it's a big book, and it's fifty uh, percent off. It's just sixty two dollars and fifty cents. How about Chew? Chew Omnivore, hardcover, uh, volume six. Uh, is this this is the final story arc from John Lehman and Rob Gilroy? Man, I got you know I got to talk to John. Uh, we we finally uh, really had a chance to get to know each other better at uh, the last Cincy Comic Con, and uh, hope to have him on. I've had Rob on the show. But uh, long overdue to have John Lehman on Word Balloon. Uh, we should make that happen. In the meantime, enjoy Volume 6 of the Chew hardcovers, Covers. Uh, 45% off, $21.00. And 99 cents. Just a few of the great books that are available at instocktrades.com. Go to their website and check out more deals waiting for you. Word Balloon is also brought to you by The Comics Canon. The Comics Canon is the podcast that reads reviews and renders judgment on the greatest comic book stories of yesterday and today. Every two weeks, experienced journalists and critics Kevin Moreau and Kurt Holman hold in depth yet accessible discussions on such well known comics as Batman The Dark Knight Returns, Civil War. Preacher, The Walking Dead, Fun Home, and more works that have become mass media icons. They also discuss popular comics like Saga, landmark events like The Dark Phoenix Saga, and The Death of Gwen Stacy. Each episode answers the question, how do these stories hold up? What's their larger impact on comics or pop culture? And do they belong in that Hall of Fame of comic stories known as the Comics canon? Just in time for the Judas Contract, Uh, the current episode uh, reviews the original Judas Contract storyline by Wolfman and Perez. Upcoming episodes include uh, a look at the origin story of the original 30th century Guardians of the Galaxy and the modern day version of the team as well, along with reviews of Doom Patrol calling from the wreckage by Grant Morrison and Richard Case. The Comics Canon is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course their website, ComicCanon.com. All right, without further ado, let's go to Chris DeLandro, who is running the proceedings at Marvel for this uh, telepress conference about the new Guardians of the Galaxy run, featuring writer Jerry Duggan, artist Aaron Cooter, and editor Jordan D. White. Here it is now for you on Word Balloon.
2: Come May 3rd, we're going to have a brand new um, series, all new Guardians of the Galaxy, and we've got our creators here to talk about sort of, taking the Guardians back into space and, and paring down the roster a little bit, and uh, it'll look a little familiar if you've maybe, you know, been out in the world, maybe, for five minutes and seen that there's, you know, a movie coming up, but but uh, dis- despite the fact that uh, that there is a movie coming up, we have a really great new adventure that these characters are embarking on, um, and it's, like I mentioned, it's going to be out May 3rd. There will be a, a second 10-page original story on Free Conflict Day on May 6th. <laughs> Uh, and we have our writer Jerry Duggan here, uh, our artist Aaron Cooter, and our editor Jordan Z White, and also our assistant editor Darren Chan here because uh, associate editor excuse me associate editor Darren Chan because um, they didn't give us a conference room so We're that's in a- our office. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, uh, for, you know, first question for you guys. Uh, you know, I mentioned that Guardians is everywhere. Um, it's It's very ubiquitous, but it is also one of the more young Marvel franchises, at least relatively speaking, when you get into your Avengers, your X-Men. How are you guys handling that as the series opens? Uh, Is it new reader friendly? Uh, How are you handling the fact that people really do know these characters but may not have read a comic with them?
3: Um, Well, I'll start and then uh, Aaron can back me up if I miss anything. I think, you know... uh You know, that's the great gift of inheriting Guardians at this moment in time. Uh, You know, you have uh, what James Gunn and his collaborators have done in the MCU, and then what Bendis and his collaborators have done in publishing, where in a pretty short order, everyone knows exactly who these characters are. And now, uh, you know, we get to have uh, some fun maybe putting them into... Uh, some new and different situations and exploring some uh un, uh let's see un uh you know uh, some new scenarios for these characters and some new uh, ways that I think that we can see them uh in some surprising light so we'll see uh Aaron did I miss anything uh
1: no uh there's i think i think that's that's basically the sum of it. Is that uh, it's a really awesome time to be on this book. Um, not just because there's a movie, not just because these characters are new and fresh and uh, add something more than what you can get from a lot of other books, um, but because it, it 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 brings the humor, it brings a levity. Uh, at least that's what that's something that we're going for. Uh, yeah, and I think we, that's uh, really, really, really important right now. Totally. Sure.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, this is Jordan uh, adding in uh, that. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, one of the things that I think people found so refreshing about that movie was just how much fun it was. I mean, there, there are definitely always these giant Galactic stakes where, you know, the entire universe is going to be destroyed or planets are going to be destroyed. And, like, you know, it's a big adventure stuff. That being said, there's so much fun to be had in these characters and in their attitudes. Um, And I think both Gary and Aaron are incredibly well suited to that. Um, They've been taken to these characters immediately, uh, very strongly. And there, I think both of them are having a ton of fun writing and drawing it and I think that fun will shine right across to the reader who will have a ton of fun reading it
3: that has been something I agree. That we've agree tried with to that. really yeah that we've tried to do at every stage is just to if if you're having fun then the next person in the collaboration will have fun and you know these are fun characters it's a it's a raccoon with a you know with a giant. Facewept with an attitudes, yeah, you know, and, and and, you know, I think for me, too, the, the joy has been some of my um, enjoyment uh, of the Marvel Universe over the years has been sort of in some of the deep dive stuff. And so it's fun to be able to sort of take this classic, this new classic cast and sort of grind them up against some of the older uh, characters and scenarios and, and see what comes of it. Uh, has has been a lot of fun.
2: Uh I'm I'm jumping around a little bit on my on my sheet, but you know, we're gonna talk about the fun of making the book, but I want to talk to Jordan specifically, um, because oh. Jordan and besides editing Jerry on Deadpool, Jordan is also our line editor for our Star Wars comics. So it's sort of natural that he, he's taken over Guardians of the Galaxy as a franchise and this is sort of his his big launch, although you did edit at the end of Brian on
4: Yeah, I helped Brian see through the end of his, but this is the first one that I've been on. To, to help map out the direction as well, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, has, has crafting and editing the Star Wars line aided in sort of moving over to the Marvel Cosmic line for you? Are you taking sort of any of those sensibilities with you?
4: Well, uh, sure. I mean, I, Star Wars, I mean, that's one of the things I think is so great about Star Wars too is that uh, Star Wars... Also has its light moments as well. Now, granted, Star Wars does not doesn't have quite as much humor in it as Guardians does, but the humor that is there in Star Wars is vital. Uh, if you do just like a hundred percent, I mean, we did a Star, uh, Darth Vader book, which you'd think would be a hundred percent grim, except that's not true. The the funny parts were like a bright little beacon in that series. Um, whereas in Guardians, the the shift is, uh, the the mix is a little bit more to the humor side. But but again, I don't want to make it sound like we're doing a humor book. Uh, we always think of it as an action book that has some really funny characters in it. Like uh, you know, with, with, I, my my references are all going to be really old if I make them. I'm going to like let me say like the serious movies. Those have some really fun characters in them, but they're still serious movies. I'm trying not to say yeah. Lethal weapon because I don't, I was going to say Lethal weapon, and I was like that's too old.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it might be too old, but actually, I mean, that that's, it all has the same common DNA, you know, the Shane Black, um, yeah, you know, the very serious sort of, uh, when, yeah. when the comedy is, is really butted up against that tragedy, that's, I think also that's something we've tried to put into our Deadpool, the sort of the wild swings, um, you know, we're not, uh, the tone of this book is not Deadpool, the tone mm-hmm. of this book is very much, you know, a, a, a gang of adventurers who are uh sometimes out for themselves and if they can save the galaxy great uh but you know they're 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 going to be working at some cross purposes uh coming up in in pretty short order and that'll be fun too you know they're very different characters you know what do they have in common besides being friends and saving the galaxy well you'll see at some points that that they may have very different goals
2: so let's talk a little about that. Let's talk about the opening arc. Um, when the series picks up, you uh, they're back in space. They have a new ship, um, but it's it's not really too long before they sort of find themselves in hot water and get in trouble because that's that's what they do. Um, talk to me a little bit about the first arc and how that how that's going to play out.
3: Uh, yeah, sure. We have um, we when we meet the Guardians uh, in issue one, uh, they are. Uh, sort of mid-adventure uh, on a what seems to be on the surface one uh, very sort of simple uh, heist of something that there were promised uh, that that would be a, you know uh, a boon to the galaxy if it were off the table and uh, things begin to slowly unravel and it seems like some of the guardians may not have been so forthcoming with information. Uh, and may have ulterior motives about what exactly the adventure is, and as that's happening we're we're caught between uh, two very big cosmic entities in uh, the uh, the collector and uh, and grandmaster and uh, those are fun characters to write because they have very heightened awareness uh, and secret knowledge. Uh, and then also seemingly super powerful uh, for for obvious reasons. You know, they're cosmic elders and what do they have and how do they interact with the Guardian. You know, I hesitate to call it since it's old timers day in the reference department, I hesitate to say it's trading places, <laughs> but there is that notion of here are some here are some people that are very out of their league at the moment, uh, and, and and how do they get out of it? You know, uh, sometimes we do things to these characters that we love so much, and you sort of have to shrug and go, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to get out of this one, but that's really been a lot of the fun of this team is that one of those characters will whisper the answer to you, and you'll go, of course, that's what's going to happen now. I didn't see that coming. And so there have been a lot of fun surprises along the way. Um, and, you know, I know we're talking about how fun this is going to be. And I think we can promise you it's going to be that, Um, you know, there are also going to be some very big uh, dangerous cosmic threats that, uh, you know, we're, we're we're going to see them how dangerous the Marvel universe can be and is right now. And especially how dangerous it is with uh, the, the Nova Corps missing out in space. Um, you know the sheriffs uh, have uh, departed the the, uh, the the range, so to speak, and uh, a lot of problems have festered out there because of it.
2: So uh, we'll we'll circle back around to the uh, to the to the opening arc and stuff. But I want to talk to Aaron a bit about about the uh, the visual look of the series. You know, it's a it's a very distinct look. Like you can it. it, it uh, I, and I mean that in, in the highest compliment. It, it looks so visually vibrant and dynamic and more so than, you know, probably any of the cosmic books I can think of us publishing in a, in a good long while. Um, the, I want to talk to you about how you, A, sort of define the visual tone for, for Guardians because, you know, there's so much you can do with, with drawing outer space. And then I also wanted to hear about obviously that you added some visual touches to all the characters. So what was that like for you? Sure.
1: Um, the thing the thing that really uh, hit home with me about coming up with a look for these characters is that uh, you, you know they're not they're not the space police. They're not uh, intergalactic uh, entities of uh, like that are attached to an organization like the NOVA's or the Shi'ar. They don't have their own set design. Um, and they, they have in the past, but the, but the thing that I love about them is that they're they all so uh, beautifully flawed in their own rights. Um, and they all have such great, great um, core personalities, uh, which is what ultimately leads, to such great stories and such great, um, adventures with these guys. Cause none of them have the same point of view. Um, and so I wanted to give each of them their own look that represented who they are for this book. Um, like with, uh, uh, we are not getting into too much, too much detail as to where these characters are going, but with, uh, uh, Gomora, I wanted to give her a bit of a darker look, uh, Drax has, for some reason, given up violence, so I gave him sort of a kind of a, a monk-ish style, um, and and Rocket, like I I always feel like Rocket Rocket's the, the grease monkey uh, or grease raccoon,
3: uh, he's always got like gadgets
1: and stuff on him. I really wanted to give him a look that kind of paid homage to the uh, uh, Bill Matlow. And and uh, Keith Griffin, uh, Mike Mignola, sort of designs from the '80s. They so gave him like a, a an '80s style best. Um You know, the, uh, and and like speaking of speaking of uh, the overall design of things, it's like you'll see you'll see them in space, and you'll see them in places that are these you know utopic spaces that. Um, Give you this feeling of, of like, oh, this is you know future uh, future world or whatever. Um, but then when you get back to the Milano, it's like this is like a like a dorm room. You know, these people live here. They they, they leave their crap lying around, um, and that's 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 an important key visually to really capture the personality of these guys.
4: I know. I know. Uh, Aaron, tried, you tried to uh, you tried to do Drax with no underwear, but we stopped you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you transcended the need for undergarments,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's no, no, leave no, our I, earthly. I, I, yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's another character that I wanted to do that uh, I, I wanted to make naked, just so that uh, it, it just has has you have to problem solve around that to, to sure <laughs> the naughty bits. <laughs> I, I just love that idea for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: you uh, you you mentioned um, you know Drax swearing off violence, and <clears throat> that's sort of one of the sticking points early on in the book. And uh, what I think is cool, and it's something very uniquely comic book, is when you. You know, a lot of time, not a lot of time, but some time has passed between where Brian's run is ending, which is next week, and the start of your your gentleman's run. Um, so the Guardians are kind of in in a new, uh, in some new status quo. You mentioned Gamora being a bit darker. Drax has sworn off violence. One of the sort of interesting things um, is that Groot is is tiny and he's not growing back and no one knows why. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about where they're at status quo-wise when the book opens up and, and how that'll sort of unfold? Yeah, I think, um, you know, at the moment,
3: and this is, you know, not maybe the most, uh, at the moment, Quill almost seems like he's the one that has his act together the most, uh, which should be (laughs) troubling and troubling to the team. But uh, yeah, Gamora is, uh, it's easy to say that I think that she is troubled, Um, you know, she has... uh, she is known as, you know, the the world's, uh, you know, the most deadly woman in the galaxy. Uh, she's going to earn that in this. And something terrible happened to Drax that is making him question a lot of things. Uh, he's He knows why uh, he is taking a pause at the moment. Uh, and he truthfully might be on a, a sabbatical or off on his own were it not for something else that is happening that he's aware of. So he's sort of sticking around out of friendship, but he's in a, he's having a crisis. Uh, Gamora seems, uh, like she's maybe hiding some things. Uh, Groot is, uh, of all of the profoundly messed up things that we're doing. And I think at least in, I can only speak for myself on Deadpool, you know, you end up really, uh, as a writer, as a custodian of these characters, uh, wanting to find ways to hurt them. And, uh, I think, <laughs> I think what we're, I think the Groot story is probably the most profoundly messed up thing that we're doing. And you won't have long to wait to see, you know, you'll, you'll get a hint of what is to come in, uh, right in the first issue. Um, and then we're going to let that simmer for a while and, uh, readers will end up knowing more about the threat than the guardians will. So by the time, uh, you know, that they, they're hit with it, um, you know, I, I hope readers uh, will be filled with a sense of dread uh, as to what we've been up to. Um, did I miss anyone? Did I hit the...
4: That's all... Well, the, Rocket. Yeah. We did really talk about Rocket. Rocket has, is experiencing some guilt, although we'll, we'll, we'll see why. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, the thing exactly. we should mention, too, is that... Uh, so the book is coming out twice a month. And the first month, both issues are drawn by Aaron to get us into this big first arc. Um, and then in the months that follow, uh, what we're going to do is, uh, starting with Issue 3, we're going to have guest artists come in and tell some of the stories behind some of these changes. So with Issue 3, you will find out what is the secret that Gamora is keeping. And Fraser Irving is doing that, uh, doing the art for that story that Jerry wrote. Then Aaron's back with Number 4, which continues the same story arc right from where two left off. And then... Um, Five will have Star Lord with uh, Chris Samney on it. Uh, seven will be our Drax issue, and then nine will be the Ro- uh, Rocket and Groot issue. And each of them will reveal, again, what it is that, that they've been through in the interim since Brian's book ended and and yeah. uh, and ours began. And and they do
3: re- feed into each other. Obviously. Like once yeah. you are, once you, once readers are caught up on what has happened it will then reverberate in, in Aaron's uh, main story. Uh, you know, not, not unlike the way that we did some of the, uh, inventory issues in the Deadpool universe where we, uh, introduced an idea and then immediately
1: made hay of it. Yep. So uh, I'm going uh, ab- Go to, uh, one of the fun things about that for me, is, uh, as, as the artist, you know, the writers and editors get to work with so many other creative people. Um, and and it's it's just so awesome to to have uh, every month have have a guest artist and be able to see what they do and see how they see how they uh, problem solve visually and challenge me to uh, to keep my game up. Uh, yeah, really, and uh, I, I, it's I'm really going to be for fun me too. Yeah, the, the way that
3: you know uh, Aaron's work feeds into my work, and then you know I, I end up uh, oftentimes it's not a completely complete rewrite but you know when Aaron's pages come back I I stop down and I go oh man how, how can I make this better how can I match what parents what the love that he's put into these pages so
1: I'm as really, well I mean, you should <laughs> yeah. I mean we've been
3: at this a long time now you know I think yeah. uh, I think I looked at the calendar this morning and you know it's not quite a year but you know in order to do 24 that's almost how long I've been I've been wrenching on it um Maybe not quite that long.
1: Certainly Actually, almost. I think, a I, think, part. I think I got connected with it back in like November or something like yeah. that, but, but couldn't start. It, until was,
4: it, it was earlier later. than November because we, we had a meeting at uh, at New York Comic Con, remember?
3: Yeah.
4: I'm oh, so right, right, right.
3: Yeah, I'm, well, I'm so October grateful then. to let some of these <laughs> cats out of the bag because I'm constantly afraid of just blurting, like, I'm writing guardians
1: and you'll never guess who turns <laughs> up and issue eight. Oh, you know, oops.
3: You know, yeah. <laughs> well, finally.
2: That, uh, that, it, it is, it is a little
1: cathartic. Yeah. yeah.
2: That, uh, that does bring me to my next point though. Cause you know, Jerry, uh, we were talking earlier about your Deadpool plans and, and you know, you you and Jordan have a tendency to plan so very far out. And I know you guys are really <clears throat> far planned out on, on guardians. Um, y- y- much like you've done with Deadpool, you're sort of seeding a lot of things in the background and, and long-term plots. Um, I know I know that these things are things that are not going to pay off for a long while, but I know that we wanted to you tease out a little bit. Um, is there anything you can say about that?
3: Sure. Um, you know, I'll try and uh, bear with me as I stumble through this because I don't want to spoil too much. But um, <laughs> I think we're. I, I think what I can say is. You know, I, I think we have a, in success, obviously, a, a, a very large roadmap for a big cosmic adventure um, that that will uh, very quickly, I guess, I'll, I'll talk about a little bit about the second arc. Um, you know, I mentioned that the the sheriffs uh, have been missing in space. You know, the, we are uh, reintroducing uh, a, a Nova Corps. Um, I think we're going to be able to do that in a, in a very fun way. The Guardians will not be NOVA's uh, per se, but they're going to help them get on their feet and help them right their ship. Um, you know, there are some old stories uh, that, um, you know, I, I think that the DNA years were are building to about, uh, you know, that would bump the, the NOVA Corps and sort of, quote, our corner of the galaxy up against uh, the Shi'ar, um, we're very quickly going to see, uh, some of those villains, um, it, it the prop, the pop up very quickly in, in our early issues. Uh, you know, you'd mentioned about a roadmap. This, this, thing that we're doing here is you're going to be introduced to more problems and emergencies than we're going to necessarily knock down right away. We're going to let the fires burn almost out of control and then tackle them tackle them in order uh that they're the most dangerous. Uh so we have uh you know a second arc that um will have some dna uh, even to some of the things that uh we've done in recently in uncanny avengers you know that we we saw what happened when rage of Ult- in post rage of ultron so we'll see that um some familiar faces have been up to no good doing some things out there. Um, And and look, the the other thing is, as we talk about, you know, the Raptors and, you know, sort of an alternative police force out there to the Nova Corps, you know, what makes uh, what makes one sheriff more valid than the other? You know, these will be two law enforcement uh, uh, agencies uh, with very different uh, purposes and very different uh, goals. And, you know, that's the sort of friction that we think uh, we can make some really fun comic books out of. Um, what else could I threaten you with, long term, <laughs> that doesn't blow a story arc? <laughs> um, you know, um, what? some of the. Well, I'll take my cue from from you, Chris. Do you do you think? Do you want me to talk a, a little bit more of, about future plans, or do you want me to?
2: I think I think in very very subtle, very roundabout terms we can sort of hint, but I don't I know that we don't want to go too deep because this is stuff that, you know, you guys are planning at least a year out. Uh
3: okay, so I mean we can rip the band aid off and talk about the 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 the, the, the uh stones or
2: you wanna wait? <laughs> yeah. I I think we can rip the band aid. I think we can rip the band aid uh, We can peel the band aid back a little bit. How about that? Yeah, like, exactly. The yeah,
3: <laughs> and some of this, some of this will be weaving its way through the very early stories. But we're there are cosmic entities uh, that are aware that something happened not long ago that that reordered the universe. They don't remember the events of secret wars. They don't. Necessarily know that it even happened, but they know that the universe now is not quite or has not been uh, reconstituted exactly as it once was. And this bothers some people. It's like an itch that they can't quite scratch. And there are multiple characters who are searching the cosmos for the Infinity Stones. Uh, now, this is probably a perfect time for me to mention uh, I do not have plans. Uh, Aaron and I are not telling a fan story. Um, you know, we we don't have plans for that character at the moment. This is a new story with new antagonists. Uh, the stones, we don't know where they are. Well, that's not true. I do know exactly where they are. You don't know where they are. The Guardians <laughs> don't know where they
4: are.
3: I don't uh, know where they are. Yeah, No, you know where some of them are, but don't but don't, don't blurt anything out right now. The, 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 the you they'll be revealed in, in some very unexpected <laughs> and exciting and dangerous places and they will become the cornerstones, I think, of You know, it's certainly the biggest thing that I've tackled uh, for for Marvel. And, um, you know, I think by, you know, in pretty short order, uh, you'll see uh, what the stakes are and um, how it will personally affect the Guardians and how it will endanger the entire Marvel universe.
2: Well, that peeled the Band-Aid off perfectly. (laughs) Oh, that's
4: (laughs) it.
0: Yeah. Hey, hope you're enjoying the conversation so far in this Marvel Telepress Conference. We will get to the press questions in just a second. But I wanted to remind you about one of our sponsors, the Comics Canon because the Comics Canon has an episode coming up that will take a look at the origin stories of the original 30th century Guardians of the Galaxy and, of course, the modern version of the team. Comics Canon is the podcast that reads, reviews, and renders judgment on the greatest comic stories of yesterday and today. Every two weeks, Kevin Moreau and Kurt Holman hold in-depth yet accessible discussions on well-known comic books like The Walking Dead, Preacher, Fun Home, A lot more uh, that have become mass media icons. They also discuss popular comics like Saga, landmark events like the Dark Phoenix Saga, and Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, and The Death of Gwen Stacy. Each episode answers the question, how do these stories hold up? What's their largest impact on comics or pop culture? Do they belong in that Hall of Fame comic group known as the Comics Canon? Don't forget, uh, they also have upcoming episodes, including reviews of Doom Patrol, Crawling from the Wreckage. The current March 29th episode reviews the original Judas Contract storyline by Wolfman and Perez. Also coming up again, a look at both the original 30th Century Guardians of the Galaxy and the modern-day version of the team. You can find the Comics Canon available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ComicsCannon.com. And now, back to the teleconference, already in progress
2: with that said, I'm going to open it up to some press questions. Um, and I think we got time. No questions. I'm out. (laughs) Wait, we have
1: questions. (laughs) 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 Um,
2: so, uh, CBR. Yes. Um, so just wondering, are there any plans to, uh,
1: bring in characters that are in the the second movie? Like Aisha?
3: Um, you know, there are, we have plans to bring in characters. I'm like, loathe to sort of threaten you with specifics, but I will promise you, in pretty short order, the look of the Guardians, meaning the the composition of the Guardians, um, it will be in flux. It will change before too long. And, uh, you know, whether it's Someone from the cinema, you know, or someone or uh, multiple people from either the cinematic universe or the very rich, deep back catalog of, of Marvel uh, comics that, you know, we all grew up reading. You know, you'll have to stick around and, and
2: see. Cool. Uh, Newsarama. So, Jerry, you previously wrote Nova for a long time with Sam Alexander and now bringing yeah. back the Nova core. Are we going to see Maybe bringing
3: Sam into this uh, the Guardians roster, or do you have plans to make a permanent Nova part of the team? You know, um, we're doing something. There's Nova DNA in, of all crazy things in Deadpool Thirty, um, in in a I think a fun way. Um, Deadpool is going to space, and uh, we will see how some of. The the newly reconstituted Nova Corps uh, is is coming together, and who are the participants? I I adored Sam. I, I my time with Sam, uh, I learned so much uh, wrenching on that book and and sort of the value of you know the classic Peter Parker Spider-Man you know uh, down on down on his luck kid. I would love to be able to write Sam again. I'm actually you know I have more. Um concrete plans for some of the uh other novas. You know, I, I've written a little bit of rich now since we started this. So I'm not necessarily gonna tell you where, but that that's going to happen. Um, you know, and and anytime I can borrow Sam off of Earth, uh I would love to do it. But you know, I'm also just uh I, I gotta throttle back my imagination for the page count, you know.
2: Hi Jan. Hey guys. Uh hey. This is one of several
3: Marvel books that's uh, switching to a twice-monthly schedule this year, and besides the obvious benefit that readers get more stories more often, uh, what advantages do you see to this twice-monthly schedule? Well, I mean, I can speak for me, you know, for me it means being able to make more immediate use of some of the stories that I've been, you know, filling my notebook with for a year. Um, you know, if, uh, I, you know, I, I, we, we can't go weekly, but I have, I have that much, I think in the gas tank at the moment, you know, it's like a dangerous situation where we're,
4: uh,
3: I'm, I'm, no, I, no, no, we yeah, yeah, no, weekly, know, no, weekly. <laughs> no, but, but, but in all seriousness, the, 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 you know, we're, I'm just as excited about some of the stories that you know are really going to not be able to come up until year two or year three um in in all sincerity that's just that's that's how it goes I, I love the stories that we're telling now but some of them too are are uh, establishing uh you know uh larger conflicts uh that that you know or I, I i hope i get to you know, I've been very, very lucky to, to have yeah. long runs at Marvel, you know, in in a few years I've managed to not exactly tear my way through the, the Marvel universe. Uh, and I've been very grateful for that. And now I get to, to, uh, you know, collaborate with Aaron and our other guest artists on some really wild, big ideas. Uh, cause sincerely, I'm, yeah, I, I'm I, very glad I to leave I,
1: earth. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, Aaron. I, I think, I think for me, yeah, it's it's like I said before. It's being able to see immediately uh, you know, other creators getting to to play in the same sandbox. Because uh, you know, frankly, it gets to be a lonely sandbox sometimes. <laughs>
4: <It's>
1: true. <laughs> Didn't mean to sound too morose yeah. on that, but uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but, but uh, you know, the fact that it it the twice monthly shipping, um, just, it offers so much in the way of being able to, um, dive into the characters and, and, and really, and, in, and in, in get nuances that you just wouldn't have time to do with a, with a, with a monthly schedule.
4: I, I will say, uh, and this is Jordan again, I will say that, um, I agree with jerry and and Aaron both like those are both great parts of it. getting so much story out so quickly and being able to work with so many great people. One of the things I do want to mention though is i'm I'm really thankful that uh that we have been able to work on this for so long in advance because uh I do think it's very important on a on a book with this kind of shipping schedules to be able to work out a real plan for the art so that the art can be great and consistent and and that and we can have a plan for it. So, I mean, I mentioned that we're going to alternate to give Aaron, so that Aaron can do one issue and we will have a guest artist doing the, the back stories. But after the first arc, we do plan to then do arcs where one artist just draws five issues in a row. So, like, the next arc you see Aaron do after this, the plan is for him to just do the issue straight through. And that's only possible because we are able to plan so far ahead. Um, and that's, yeah, that's
3: it's hard work it's
4: worth it.
3: Yeah, and and I, you know, the I I don't I tend not to think like this, but I do realize I think I am writing some 2018 script. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I, like the,
4: I don't know. That's pretty far off. Maybe though. Well, I it's not. It's really close. It yeah, it is. Like
3: close. This, it, it might be December. Like I, again, like I'm I, I I have a hard enough time doing what I do. i like literally knowing what day it is. I feel like any time somebody talks to me it's like somebody rub, rubbed a dumb genie lamp and I appeared and I'm just <laughs> and I'm very grateful not to be in front of a computer screen right now looking at words.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: is, is Trump still president? Is yeah, what's
2: happening? What year is it? Uh David AIPT.
4: Um hey guys, are there any hey. planned romantic hi, are there any planned romantic relationships we can look forward to?
1: Well, I plan to stay married. <laughs> yeah. As much romance as
3: we can get. Uh, yes. Uh, but the truth is, uh, I sometimes, I mean, I guess looking at Uncanny Avengers, that cat is out of the bag. You know, that was a planned romance that took 20-ish issues to get to, the one that dropped this week. Um, but, but in all sincerity, yes. The answer is yes, but I would like to, um not delve much deeper than that other than to say i, I hope you're ready to see tracks really try and score <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, hey guys great no to but it, it, the
0: answer is yes yes sincerely yeah. cool. Sorry. go
3: ahead
0: no no worries um no uh really excited about this getting started jerry i, I wanted to ask you a, a question given that you've only been writing for five years um could you give a process tip to uh, aspiring writers in terms of some things you've learned that you didn't think you would encounter uh, as far as uh, writing comic books? I mean, you're you're very clearly comfortable doing it as much as you have been in everything, and the, the results are great. But yeah, anything that surprised you going in that you didn't consider? Uh,
3: yeah, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I do want to say in... Very sincerely, like I have really been lucky in collaborators. You know, I've we've I've had uh, really great uh, editors that you know want me to succeed, and and they have paired me with wonderful artists. And uh, I value so much the collaboration. Now is the thing uh, that um, you know. Uh, you asked specifically about like, what advice I'd have for writers, and I guess for a writer specifically, I would say be prepared to sort of swerve in a direction that you might not have wanted to go because there's might be something better there. Um, you know, very boring process, but I'll run you through it very quickly. It's, I write once for Jordan. Uh, I do any notes, uh, it goes uh, to Aaron, uh, and then I will rewrite it when the boards are back because inevitably he will have found a way to be different and better than what I've, i i had first envisioned, and so um, as long as you can be malleable, you know there's there's strength in that, and there's there's there is uh, a better comic waiting on the other side than what was in my head.
2: Comics versus, if that makes
3: any sense. Hey guys, hey guys, yeah. hey hey, hi. Uh, what sci-fi inspirations have you been pulling from when you've been designing uh, the world's costumes and character? Characters and guardians, and in the cosmic Marvel universe. Aaron, you go first. I mean, the uh, my
1: inspiration. Oh is there now. man, um, it's it's a lot of nostalgia. You know, uh, there's there's so much there's so much to draw upon. Um, uh, I, I love to go back to uh, the the books that originally inspired me. Where you know, one of the first series as I picked up regularly was the infinity uh, gauntlet um, and all of those characters. And then going, you know, cause we, we learn about one thing and then we, we tend to uh, go backwards in our knowledge. You know, you, you learn to appreciate Art Adams and then you find out who Michael Golden is. And then you find out who somebody, somebody is. Um, and so like, I've been, like lately, I've been picking up the earliest sci-fi stuff like old Al Williamson, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the original Captain Marvel run, stuff like that. Just like the weirder, the better, in my opinion. Um, and if you look at, there's, there's so much like crazy stuff in these first few issues. Lots of like trinkets and gadgets and gizmos and things like that. Uh, and I can guarantee every time I can think of it, I try to throw in like really obscure, um, Easter eggs. Um, (laughs) and so far I haven't been caught. Uh Oh, oh
4: no. (laughs) Um,
1: I I'll say about inspiration
3: though too, if you don't mind, the one thing, you know, that we have, you know, we have, um, you know, a a very limited space program, right? We went to the moon in the sixties and unfortunately we haven't really done much, uh, since uh, that that, that, it, that is moving people off planets, I should say, because we've done a lot of interesting things, um, you, you know that that, that are uh, based, you know, on our telescopes and, and everything. But I am definitely trying to read more science and have been for a, a while, and I I I've, I've been inspired uh, with Aaron, you know, we I think found a way to sort of let go of some what a human might. Do in outer space, and you know, for instance, look. The Grandmaster has more resources than almost anyone else, but his mode of traveling through space, like, doesn't make any sense to us, really. But to him, and it shouldn't. It's perfect. It and it shouldn't. But at the same yeah. time, you know, there are, um you know, you will always be uh, confronted in this book by uh what is clearly not an Earth-based view of the cosmos. Um, And even where the, you know, where the Nova eventually, uh, one one of the places that will be a stronghold for them, you know, is based on, I think, visual references of uh, the Stockholm subway. Uh, An artist went down there and and photographed uh, these wonderful um, images of what are clearly, you know, man-made dwellings under the ground, but they didn't quite finish them. You know, they 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 uh, so the floors are polished, but the, the 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 sides, the walls are sort of they're unfinished. And to me, that makes a lot of sense. For if you're going to hollow out an asteroid, that would be a cool place to to hang out. Um, it makes sense visually. It makes sense, and it all tracks. So I I hope that um, you'll agree that you know when you pick up the book that we are out to make space weird again.
2: Uh, Cbr. Um, yeah, are, um, are there plans to involve Kitty Pryde in the series much?
3: You know, um, we're blasting off of Earth and we're going pretty pretty far away. Kitty's got uh, some ex-business uh, to attend to. And, um, you know, so at the moment, uh, no, I I, I, I don't, unless, uh, unless she's one of Aaron's aforementioned Easter eggs that I don't know about. She no, could be no. phased into a wall. I could say yes. I could just say yes. Yeah,
1: in in the wall of the Milano, we just didn't know she was there. Every character in the mask is in the background. But, is, is Kitty pride. Yeah.
3: But you know what? This raises something though, that I, I do want to say, you know, we are, um, we're heading towards space and we're leaving earth behind, but I do hope you'll, I, the goal too for readers is to be able to find it still grounded in in the things that these characters care about. So even though we might not uh, be running into uh, Kitty Pride or Captain America, or hopefully not Captain America right now, boy, that'd be a bad sign out in space. But that, but that, that, you know that <laughs> these are stories that you will care about, even though it is not the classic. Um, iteration of the book that you're looking at now. I think you'll find that we're, we're doing enough horrible things to these characters that you're going to be invested.
2: Uh, Newsarama. Hey,
3: so I'm a little curious. You're, you're talking earlier about, you know, the implications of, of secret
2: wars and cosmic beings that uh, would, you know, have awareness of what would, what would happened or that something had happened. Is this something that is an opportunity to maybe revisit some of those things and pull back things that were lost, or
0: is this just kind of a thematic thing for this book?
3: You know,
4: um,
3: I have to be careful how I answer this, but I don't mind giving you a nugget of, uh, you know, I, I, um, if you look back at what I was doing in uh, in, in in during that time. Uh, you know, Dustin Weaver and I collaborated on, on an Infinity Gauntlet book, and there were definitely things in there that uh, I had a- always hoped would be a, uh, you know, a-, a part of the Marvel universe. And so uh, now that I have an opportunity to do that, uh, some ideas uh, I-, I think that uh, people haven't thought about in a while um, are going to uh, not be made new again, but reintroduced. And and that also goes for some of the old favorites that, you know, uh, fans have been asking about, you know, since I got the job, uh, uh, I've been I get all sorts of character names tweeted at me. And it's very difficult to not just blurt out. Yes. Like, next question. because <laughs> You know, I want to give some of these uh, characters, you know, a star entrance um there are names that i i could say now that might rhyme with Gravel that would probably really excite people but i don't want to necessarily say even which one is going to be showing up and when but there are plans to have um you know and no pun intended you know there is a a rich legacy here of of stories that go back decades i read all of them you know i worked in a comic shop was my first real job, and you know, I, I got to plow through the, you know, after you after I read Simons and Thor and then Miller's Daredevil, the, the next box over, you know, was the Nova and the Guardians and everything else. So I, I'm I'm excited to be able to,
4: uh,
3: you know, dust off some of those uh, uh, characters and entities with with Aaron and 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 seeing what happens with them, you know. And and there's certainly enough going on now that. You know, 24 um, issues in this first year is is a lot of uh, fun real estate. I think we're going to make uh
2: Hi, Jen. So, you guys have talked already about how you've been planning this out a long time. Uh, how much have you guys involved the creators in some of the solo Guardians books? And are we going to see uh, much crossover between the
3: series and maybe Star Lord or uh, Rocket or one of those books? I'll probably um, let Jordan talk about that more than, you know, I, I hate sucking the oxygen out of the room,
4: <laughs> but I tend to do that. Well, uh, Well, you
1: should you answer the question so nicely.
4: Yeah, I mean, Star, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Star-Lord will have ended by, by then. Uh, we have, I think the annual comes out at the same time as our book, but that's, uh, that's it. Uh, so that's, uh, unfortunate, but, uh, our rocket book uh, is going to be, uh, well, I don't want to necessarily say it's going to be tying into exactly the same stuff, but it's going to touch on his relationship with uh, the Guardians and how he got involved in the Guardians, at least a little bit. Um, the 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 Rocket book is it's really amazing. Uh, Al Ewing is doing that one, and it's it's an amazing space raccoon crime story adventure. It's so good, I cannot wait for you to see that as well. Um, yeah. In addition, we also have this. Uh, I am Groot. He's very here. funny. Oh, yes, yes. We also have the I Am Groot series coming out, which is taking place right at the same time uh, and is an adventure that Groot goes on basically uh, between Guardians adventures, and it will involve the small Groot uh, going on an adventure completely on his own, uh, which is, you know, difficult for a little guy who can only say one thing. (laughs) 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 But that's uh, that's by... uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Hastings, and what's the artist's name there? Flaviano. Wow. Yes, Flaviano, yes, which is going to be terrific. Uh, the, it looks gorgeous. It's really a good read. Uh, that comes out also in May. Both of those launch in May, uh, right alongside of our book. Uh, David, AIPT. Hey, with the uh, Guardian movie, we like learn about um, characters who didn't know each other becoming a family. And I was wondering if that is a theme you might be using in this story arc or a future story arc where they're all about family.
3: I think uh, we, you know, that the we inherited uh, we inherited a family, you know, and now uh, yeah, I think for that's sure, that's totally valid, you know. We Made don't uh, quasi dysfunctional. Yeah. In every sense, too, right? I mean, that's exactly right, with the good of that and the bad of that. You know, the family secrets, uh, you know, can sometimes threaten to destroy families, and if families survive them, they become stronger. Or, alternatively, families can also sort of Disintegrate and you know change and bring in new members or lose members or have you know estrangements you know but it's a great question it's it's just a complicated answer of I do one hundred percent believe you know based on the, the 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 cinematic universe and the characters and and the title that we inherited and all of the sweat equity of those stories you know, I don't necessarily feel that Aaron and I have to justify it being a family. Like they've earned it. You know, they, they get to call yeah. themselves a family and, and you know what? Uh, I don't mind saying this though, the, you know, the family will rally around, uh, you know, vulnerable members and that, you know, that is not where they're at at the, at the outset. You know, they are very much sort of. Uh, you know, they've been through a lot. You've been stuck on Earth, which, by the way, would put anyone in a bad mood. Right? <laughs> you're, 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 stuck, you're stuck on Earth and you're now you're you might want to have a little bit of elbow room, uh, but they they're not going to get it. And uh, by the way, that's I don't mind that. Like this doesn't feel like a cat out of the bag. The, the Nova Corps is initially, you know, like the, the humans on the Nova Corps are really unpopular they are unpopular dudes. Like the re- the rest, you know, when, when the, when the non earth based novas, uh, see, you know, the earth nova coming, they stop, they stop talking they don't talk to them. They don't invite them to lunch.
4: They lunch.
1: <laughs> John, word balloon For the sake of self-censorship, I'll, I'll, I'll not, uh, <laughs> yeah. <run> to anybody.
0: <laughs> um, I, I got to ask, Jordan, uh, I had forgotten and obviously wasn't doing the math, putting together Guardians and uh, the fact that you're also editing the Star Wars line. Uh, is there a chance that the Guardians might fall through a portal in space and uh, we could possibly see a, a team up of uh, these two big movie franchises in comic form?
2: The PR person's going <laughs> to step in and say, no, can't can either confirm nor deny nor
1: comment. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: I, I'm sorry. I, I might <laughs> fit it in an Easter egg. Yeah, oh, but, no. uh, but what about uh, yeah? What about Groot Skywalker? He's
4: going to be a very popular character. If you're made, made out of wood, be... you... made out of wood, you probably don't want to handle a lightsaber. That's true. Uh, well, at least he grows back. At least not that's not true. at the beginning of Jerry's. Right? Oh yeah, not right now. Look at look at look at look at Mister Fun wait. Police. Yeah,
1: everyone's on a
2: roll. Groot, and then, Groot
4: does uh, not live
1: in fear. That's true. That's, that's true. true all right I think
2: I think we got time. i think we got time for one more um zach comics first you want to take us out uh sure uh after you guys started
3: working on the book
2: was there something that surprised you about one of the characters uh something that you didn't expect uh
1: I will, my 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 answer is probably the easiest to give I'll, I'll let Jerry uh figure out how to say answers <laughs> For this one. Uh you can
3: almost feel the flop sweats off of game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> no,
3: I, I have an answer for uh, that. But
1: right. go ahead. It's like uh it, it I've enjoyed I've really enjoyed um the the aspect of, of, of creating the, the, the look and getting the body language and all this stuff, but like I I didn't expect to enjoy drawing peaceful Drax. Um i should say non-violent Drax. There's, there's a there's a line but i do sure. i really uh uh I, it, it i kind of imagine like he's always kind of constipated like <laughs> it, 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 because it it, like, he, he's, he's got something he wants to get out they can't you know
3: <laughs> well it, it is you know what it, it casts him a little as a as a banner figure you know a, a, a meaning a, a Banner figure, but he, he for the moment it, it, it sounds Look, I, I won't lie to you or pretend that we're not getting a couple of good gags out of it. But it is a real character development. Of look, you're 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 called the destroyer. You're Jack Drax the destroyer. Like, what are you when you're not destroying? And so I think he's he's looking at that, and we'll obviously we'll find out uh, what went horribly wrong uh, the last time he did uh, take a life, and, and then look. He's. This is like a like. You know, he's really trying to walk the line here. Eventually, I suspect. I haven't found it yet, but he would find the right time to say, "It's time now." And and by the way, when that happens, won't everyone be so glad? And and maybe it'll be in an unexpected circumstance, and won't that be great? Hopefully. Oh, and to answer so, your question, though, you asked. <laughs> no, the, yeah, exactly. You know, the petting zoo will never be the same, the, uh, but the, the, for me, the real revelation uh, has been uh, Gamora and the trouble that I could get into with Gamora has been uh, uh, a delight. You know, I, I think uh, rocket will scratch my Deadpool itch, um, you know, uh, Quill, you know, as as this, uh, you know, an adventurer who is trying to do the right thing and wants to backstop the, the, the galaxy against all the harm that is going to come its way, but also wants to enjoy life. You're going to be dead someday, so, uh, you know, why not enjoy it now? And and so, uh, for, for me anyway, the, the, the Gamora of it all has been the unexpected uh, find that has been keeping me running to, to the computer.
4: Yep. I, I would agree with that. Cause I, I know a lot of the, uh, we are talking about all the things that have happened to all the characters. And I think, uh, a lot of them came to Jerry pretty quickly and he, he was pitching them pretty quickly. But I think Gamora one was the last one to come into place. And when, when he came up with the idea for what is going on with her, it was, it was pretty surprising. It was like, Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that cool, seems cool. like as good a
2: place as any to end. But, uh, you know, if if this book is as fun as this call was, I think we're in good shape. So don't screw it up, guys. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no pressure. You know,
2: the, <laughs> the, the first issue of All New Guardians of the Galaxy is out on May the 3rd. Um, and you can also find uh, a free 10-page story from Jerry and Aaron on free comic book day, which is May 6th. Now that's a completely original story. Yep. It's not, um, it's not, you know, 10 pages of the first issue. So, um, is the first issue 20 pages? Yep. So in, in the, you know, in the first week of May, you've got 30 pages of, of great all new guardian story. It's going to be setting up a lot of really interesting things for them over the next, uh, sounds like a long time. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, yeah, Jerry, Jerry, Aaron, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there's two
3: very big stories that start in both of those issues. Even if you're p- potentially, well, I think you would be. There are two very big stories that begin uh, that are two very different stories that will collide in in a fun way. So if you're picking up that Guardians one, don't uh, don't miss the Free Comic Book Day issue because uh, there's a whole other separate thing going on there at the at the end that is going to have consequences.
2: Well, that is a yep. perfect little tease to end on, um, Jerry. Aaron, thank you guys so much for taking an hour of your day to chat with us. Um, this book is going to be a lot of, of course. Fun. Um, press on the call got a nice little package of covers and some of Aaron's pages, um, and uh, a lot of interesting nuggets of news uh, dropped from you guys. So thank you very much, and uh, we'll yeah, uh, you. do this again when we hit you know some some other milestones in the book. Thank you guys very All much. Right. We'll talk soon.
0: Lots of fun with Jerry Duggan, Aaron Cooter, Jordan D. White, and Chris Landro, all the guys in Marvel helping out with that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy press conference. Really happy to bring that to you as quickly as I could today on Word Balloon. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, looking forward to uh, our next episode coming in just a couple days. Word Balloon is brought to you today by in Stock Trades at InStockTrades.com. There are tremendous deals happening on uh, some amazing books at in Stock Trades, like the Star Wars Special Edition New Hope hardcover, Bruce Jones, Eduardo Barreto, a Dave Dorman uh, cover that is just gorgeous. This special edition is just great. It's only, it's 42% off, only $14 and 49 cents. What a great comic team to bring you a New Hope. Uh, there's the Star Wars box set slipcase. Now, what is that feature? This is a big, damn, man. Now, you know, this 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 has a lot. Now, there there are several volumes. I, I, I can't even count them. Uh, there's The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, The New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, Shattered Empire, Star Wars Volume 1, Star Wars Darth Vader Volume 1, Heroes for a New Hope, and uh, the Marvel Comics. So, man, a ton of uh, great hardcovers and a beautiful slipcase. Uh, this is normally $350. You will get 42% off just $200, $203 from InStockTrades.com. We Stand on Guard, the trade paperback from uh, Steve Scroach and Brian K. Vaughan. Uh, This is uh, an incredible story, 100 years in our future, but uh, man, I'll tell you, in today's political climate, I think We Stand on Guard is uh, is a very timely story about a heroic band of Canadian civilians termed freedom fighters who have to defend their homeland from an invasion by a technologically superior opponent, the United States. Could it happen? Interesting times, 45% off. It's just $8.24. You can get uh, Superman Volume 2, Trials of the Super Sons. Uh, this is from Pete Tomasi, Pat Gleason. Uh, they're the art and uh, writing team. And, of course, uh, Pat also co-plotting with Pete. Man, I'm telling you, Superman has never been better. We've had conversations about this with Dan Jurgens, And, honestly, Pat Zercher is another guy that's really doing am- amazing stuff. Doug Monkey. Um, what a a wonderful uh, time to be a Superman fan. I I really think the books haven't been this good in almost 10 years, when you think about it. Uh, 45% off, uh, $9.34 for Volume 2 of uh, Superman, part of the DC Rebirth Initiative. Uh, There's the Mighty Avengers uh, by Bendis, the trade paperback complete collection. Um, This is 512 pages, and uh, it's Brian, along with uh, a ton of great artists, Uh, Check it out, 42% off, $23.19. All these deals are from InStockTrades.com. Check them out for yourself, InStockTrades.com. Word Balloon thanks to League of Word Balloon listeners that supports this show through uh, their contributions monthly via Patreon. Thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, More new subscribers. I can't thank you enough, especially at this time when I am uh, between radio jobs and uh, trying to make ends meet. Uh, If you enjoy Word Balloon, I I try to give you as much uh, content as I can each month. And I know I give you more uh, listening time than you would spend reading time on a single comic book. Is uh, what you hear on Word Balloon worth the price of a comic book? I hope so. Uh, If you've got the ability to do it, uh, please consider subscribing to Word Balloon via Patreon. If you go to wordballoon.com on the front page, you can click on the Patreon ad. That will take you to my Patreon page. Um, I'm actually working on a deal to uh, get some, uh, some premiums. Uh, for people who, who want to you know, spend a little bit more money, uh, some, some great sketches and things, I don't want to give any more details until all of that is hammered out. But uh, truly, thank you, League of Word Balloon listeners, for your support. You are helping keep the lights on in a lot of ways, and I can't thank you enough. So really, and, and everyone has been incredibly kind and said, no, thank you. They appreciate the, uh, the content that I provide every month. Uh, I'm happy to do it. This is a lot of fun. It's been going on for 12 years. I have no intention of stopping. So uh, thank you, League of Word Balloon listeners. Uh, Some other show notes, C2E2 is coming up in just a couple weeks, and I will be there. Uh, I hope to to have the chance to uh, thank you in person for uh, the the, uh, ability to, uh, for listening to Word Balloon, for sharing the information about Word Balloon uh, to your friends, keeping the Word Balloon audience growing every month with uh, new people listening. And really, uh, the, the, the biggest way you can help me with Word Balloon is to let your friends know that you like the show and they might like the show too. Until next time, uh, if you have any questions or comments about the show, reach me via email, john@wordballoon.com. Follow me on Twitter, I never say it enough, at John WordBalloon. I'm really close to 7,000 followers. I'd like to hit that number uh, sooner than later uh, because I've been kind of, like, vacillating. Just people dropping off and coming on, and I've been kind of stuck, right just under uh, 6,700. So I uh, would love to get some new... Uh, uh, Word Balloon followers on Twitter, on Facebook under My Name, John Suntress, and the Word Balloon Network as well. We've got the oh Aya yeah podcast and a couple other podcast projects that are brewing, and I hope to get those started uh, sooner than later. Um, but uh, really, uh, I want to continue to hopefully entertain you with this uh, great content each week here on Word Balloon. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2017.